You're listening to the Ollie at UNT podcast. Ollie at UNT is a lifelong learning program offering courses, events, and more for intellectually curious adults age 50 and better. To learn more about our program, please visit our website, olli.unt.edu, or send an email to olli at unt.edu. Now, let's join our host, Ollie at UNT member Susan Supak, as she sits down for a conversation with one of the people who makes our program so special. This is Susan Supak speaking at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas in Denton, Texas, known to most of us as Ollie. I'm speaking with Kay Newbell, former associate professor who has taught at university and college levels for over 25 years. She provides speaking presentations, workshops, and consulting for the business, educational, health, and retirement communities. Her areas of expertise are in public speaking, interpersonal communication, intercultural communication, which includes gender communication, termed he says, she says, group dynamics, and team building. She has facilitated courses at Ollie's, both here in Texas and in California as well. Welcome, Kay. Thank you, Susan. I'm very pleased to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here. You have a very diverse teaching experience, both from private and public enterprises. Can you tell us a bit about those? Well, I guess it started out when I was at Idaho State University, where I got my undergraduate degree. And I had a mentor who was one of my teachers, and he let all of us who were in advanced speech classes know that there were so many ways that we could use our background, that it wasn't just being a high school speech teacher or a college university speech teacher, that we could also go into the community and take those skills there. And so that's what really kind of lit the that light bulb in my head to make me think about that. Well, that's really great, and you certainly have taken it from community college and military bases, corporate and universities. I believe you uh, taught a course in a medical school at Stony Brook University I in do New York. As well, what has been the focus of your teaching at Ollie? The focus at Ollie has been, well, whatever I decide I want to research and put together and I find something that I'm interested in. I didn't want to continue to do all the things that I had done at college and university uh, specifically. I wanted to open up new areas so I would find something I was interested in. I would research it and develop it and then offer it at Ollie. And they've been very, very receptive to that. (laughs) Can you tell us a bit about the differences in teaching in the private sector or in schools versus the Ollie population? First of all, at Ollie, it's changing all the time. I'm picking up new topics all the time, and I like that about it. At university and college, you tend to teach the same course over and over, even though you update it and put new material in it. And periodically, I would get new complete courses that would be offered to me, and I always welcome that. But there's a certain redundancy there. Whereas at Ollie, I mean, you could do something different each term, and there, there's something fresh to that. Also at Ollie, though, you have what we call 
Well, as opposed to at university, it's sort of a captive audience in some of your classes, <laughs> especially the public speaking class. Not everybody wants to take that class. There are more requirements? Yes, requirements. Okay. And the OLLI members are there because they want to oh, be there. Oh, they want to be there. You know, they're just very excited about being there and being able to be in continuing education, so to speak. I also get to know the participants better in academia because I'm there for courses like 48 hours as opposed to the most that we have at Ollie is maybe six or seven if you have four different sessions. You know, so you get to know the participants a lot better. And so I have some lifelong friends from that. And also there was an an interesting thing that just happened. A student from my college teaching contacted me here in Texas. Her name's Lisa. And she said, would you meet with me? She said, I remember you saying all the things we could do with a speech communication major. And I said, oh, sure. So I've met with her a couple of times. It's been two years. She now has a business that she's booked way in advance. And she's out there doing basically offering workshops and seminars on those topics that she learned in the speech class. Plus, she's a very natural talent as well. So that's very satisfying for me as as a It must be. You have taught quite a variety of discussion groups, international short stories, foreign policy associations, presidential marriages, and the First Lady course. How do you decide on a course to teach? Sometimes, like at Ollie, when I taught it at Palm Desert in California, they would say to me, would you be willing to do a course on a certain thing. One of it was a a course called Great Decisions, put out by the Foreign Policy Association, which is located in New York City. And I said, well, I don't know a lot about international topics, and that's what it was about. And they said, well, we want you for your facilitation skills. And so they picked the topic in that regard. Uh, But sometimes I just find something I'm interested in and put it together and Other times, maybe participants will suggest, GK, maybe you might think about putting this topic in, and I'm all for that. I'm willing to listen. (laughs) It reaches a wide range of people. It does. What drew you to become a faculty member for OLLI, first at California State University and now for the OLLI program at UNT? I think it was the love of teaching to learn. (laughs) You know... We had moved to the desert. We were playing golf three times a week. We had a great social life. I belonged to a book group, to a Mahjong group. We were doing all kinds of wonderful things. But something was missing in my life, and that was the love of teaching to learn. And along came Ollie, and I was like, hooray, hooray. I mean, I was ready for it at that point. How fortunate for us. How often do you normally teach the same class from semester to semester? Do you often repeat a class, or how does that work? Absolutely. Well, it depends on demand. And this first women class based on the book about our first ladies, I had like 60 or 70 people sign up for it. At that point, I was doing it strictly as a discussion class. And to run a good discussion, you have to limit it to about 20 participants. Otherwise, people don't all get a chance to speak. And so I taught it in the spring, and then I taught it again in the fall, and I taught it again in the spring again. I'll be doing it this fall, and we have about 60 people signed up, I believe. But I'm going to do it more as a lecture-slash-discussion rather than a discussion-slash-lecture because I want all of the people to be involved. We're offering at a new location, 
and I don't want anybody to be turned away. So, you know, it just depends. Do you tend to facilitate discussions or do you tend to do lectures? Uh, well, when I taught, of course, it was discussion as much as I could work it in. I had a kind of a rule of thumb that I would lecture no, no more than 15 minutes before I would do some kind of a little activity or a little Q&A, just something to keep people's minds going, right? I think when you sit in a classroom for long periods of time, the attention retention is not optimal. Okay, are there any experiences you'd like to share about Ali? Any interesting antidotes about students? Gosh, one does come to mind, Susan, and it has to do with a man by the name of Alon Ben David. And I was, uh, this is when I was teaching at Ollie in the Desert, and we had decided that we wanted to discuss in our discussion group to discuss Israel. At the same time, I was running discussion groups not through Ollie, but in my community, in my neighborhood. And who should show up but this wonderful man, Alon Ben David. And it turned out that he was not only an American citizen, he was a citizen of Israel. And at one time he had been in the Israeli military. He had been an ambassador from Israel to France. And here he was. I'm teaching the class over at the <laughs> university, and he shows up, and I'm like, That's this incredible. is wonderful. You had a special guest. <laughs> I did, and so I, I asked him if he'd be willing to come to the university and do a Q&A with the participants there, which he did, and they just were so thrilled. And he was so wonderful and talked about his experiences and what was going on in Israel. It was a very timely discussion, and it was one of those serendipitous things that just happens, and you're just so thrilled to be a part of. I can imagine with Ali that you really have no idea who's showing up in your class, this what their true. backgrounds are, mm -hmm. anything about them, right? Well, I had one class, in fact, that I could not have put out, what do I want to say, uh, an ad, requesting somebody with this background and this background and this background and have done it any better. I had somebody from military. I had educators. I had lawyers. I had medical people. I mean, it was just such a wonderful combination of backgrounds for that's, a discussion. That's incredible. Kay, is there anything else you'd like to add that may be of interest to our listeners? Well, I would really like to, at this point, do a big shout-out, a big Texas shout-out to my friend, mentor, and professor at Idaho State University where I did my undergraduate work. He, when we got into advanced speech classes, taught us about that we could teach our classes in so many places other than at high schools and colleges and universities that speech communication was something that was needed in every every aspect of our culture. So it's because of him, I think, that I started doing consulting work and actually ended up with Ollie. He would have, he's, he's, he's the late Professor Carlisle, but he would have been so proud to know that I'm still out there doing what he taught me to do so well. So I'm very, very pleased about that. It has been a very satisfying and enjoyable journey. Uh, Ollie and the UNTL allows it to continue. How fortunate we are to have you as faculty member of Ollie. Thank you so much, Kay. Well, thank you, Susan. This has been Susan Supak speaking with Ollie faculty member Kay Newbell at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas.